There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. How's everybody doing? Doing great. Uh huh. No problems. Yeah. Boy, that just seemed. <laughs> Unenergetic. Wow. Well, I've never had you ask me that. It was a weird thing. No. You, well, you, you, you see right through me. You, yeah. you you already know I don't care. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why do you why are you asking? Insincere, uh, Kenny. I just wanted to give myself time to think about what I'm doing here and how I got in this position. Okay. Um, and before we begin here, I, I need to establish something with the three of you. And this question is going to come out of left field. You'll figure it out later. Um, but um, I want to know, the three of you, how do you, what are your true feelings about unicyclists? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. That's not supposed to be funny. Because I think they're stupid. Okay, that's, that's good. Especially the ones that are riding those huge ones. Okay. Oh, when I was going to college the first time around, uh, there was a guy who had one of those big wheel unicycles that were, yeah. you know, like 10 feet tall, and he would ride it around campus, but he wasn't a student. Okay. And then we were always like, how's he going to get down? How's he, you know, there's a way. But, you know, it, it was just kind of annoying. And like, what are you trying to prove? Okay, good. There, That's good. You know? That's good. I, I wrote I wrote that down um, because we're going to get back to this. John, how do you feel? I'm uh, I'm part of the four percent. When they take the polls, I have no opinion on unicycles. <laughs> you don't. Okay. So when, when it's like they s- want attention, and also the ones with the big wheel. They want really you to care for up. them. Yeah. Like really they want you up. to. They want you oh. to care for them. And I don't know you, and I don't oh. care. Oh. I kind of oh want to see you fall. Uh, now I want to jump right to this story, but I can't because we've got. It's going to be a long road to get back to this. Okay, John. So you have when you see one, you just have literally no I, opinion. I don't know if I've ever seen a unicyclist. Seriously. Wow. You I, saw, are I, saw a guy on, I saw a guy on stilts at Andover Fun Fest this past weekend. You know what? I have not seen a unicyclist. That's, that's same the category. same. What, what did you think about the guy on stilts? Well, I grinned at him, and then he was having fun with all the kids. He was giving them candy. You know, oh, yeah. he, he he, go, what was your go, reaction, John? Say, I don't care about what he was doing. Well, this is part of my reaction. He said, high five me. And he's eight feet high. Okay, that's hilarious. And... That just pisses me off. Me uh, too. Yeah, I, I thought that was stupid Ross, as hell. Ross, so. five words or less. Oh. I, I think they're nerds and I get uncomfortable around them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nerds. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah. And okay. they also want you to worry about them, okay. too. I had no idea I was opening up this can of worms. But this is going to be really interesting when we finally get back to it. Um, I, I want you to put all of that on a shelf we're going to get back to it but first i have another question this one for dawn alone and uh um it might seem like kind of a shocking question okay but i have to ask dawn how's your bonus hole doing bonus hole oh well that one is shut down that one only has an exit wow. <laughs> oh oh okay okay all right all right yeah 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 no, all right no tours to the bonus hole <laughs> okay i just went to the badlands and you know south dakota so there's a lot of caves so that that's I, what i was yeah i actually thought that this would be yeah. a great name for a place in like uh, the black hills or mm-hmm. yellowstone Swing by the bonus hole, plenty mm-hmm. of parking. Uh, anyway, the reason I'm asking that, it's due to a headline from last week, and the headline was, health professionals are now being told to call vaginas bonus holes to what? avoid offending trans people. Oh, 
Oh, I saw this headline and I didn't bother clicking on it because it just reeked of bias right away. You know, you can't trust any of the news you get. It's either from the far right or the far left. That's so true. God. So instead, I Googled it. So I Googled bonus holes. (laughs) Oh, boy. And I found this headline from the pink news. It's also biased, but in the other direction. I know the pink news, right? And the headline here is no cancer charity isn't telling medical professionals to rebrand all vaginas as bonus holes. Uh, They say say the charity was just making suggestions. So uh, trying not to offend people, because as we know, being offended is very, very chic these days. So and words really, really hurt. So we don't want to offend people Mm. anyway. All of this nonsense gets me to thinking about an old neighbor who um, she has now trans transitioned from female to male, and the hormones have made her very aggressive, or I guess him now, I'm sorry, uh, I didn't do that on purpose, very aggressive and angry. So, back to the Google, I go, and I Google, do hormones affect humor? Because oh. I wanted to know. Uh, it's, it's, this whole thing, it's just had me yeah, fascinated. maybe you have too much testosterone. Yeah, m- maybe does testosterone affect your humor? And is that why we need to not, we need to come up with like bonus holes and all this funny <laughs> lingo? I find a story from Science Daily. And uh, it's um, here, I'm just going to read it to you. Humor appears to develop from aggression caused by male hormones, according to a study published in the Christmas issue of the British Medical Journal. And this is from, did I mention from Science Daily, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is a, um, a legitimate publication. <clears throat> Professor Sam Schuster conducted a year-long study observing how people reacted to him as he unicycled through the streets of Newcastle. <gasps> Oh, my God. So we're not wrong. (laughs) What began as a hobby turned into an observational study after he realized that a huge number of stereotypical and predictable responses he received must be indicative of underlying biological phenomena. The study was an observation of people's reactions to sudden unexpected exposure to a new phenomenon, in this case, unicycling. (laughs) Okay. He documented the responses of over 400 individuals. Over 90% of the people responded physically, for example, with an exaggerated stare or a wave. Almost half responded verbally, more men than women. Here's, uh, uh, here the professor says the sex difference was striking. 95% of adult women were praising, encouraging, or showed concern. Whoops. Dawn- oh, concern, see? <laughs> concern. Uh, I don't think you showed concern. I think you're in the 5%. I am, and I, I realize that I might, like, it makes me mad because I feel inside that I should show concern, like I'm worried, and then yeah, I'm like, yeah. why do I care? Right. Like, I don't care. Don't make me care about you who chose to get up on that stupid big wheel. There were very, there were very few comic or snide remarks. In contrast, only 25% of adult men responded as did the women, for example, by praise or encouragement. Instead, 75% of the men, they attempted comedy, all often snide or combated, uh, combative (laughs) as a put down. Um, (laughs) Some of the responses from the guys, lost your wheel. Stuff like that, you know, real stupid, bad. Uh, And he goes on and on and on about how... um, they studied this in teens and everybody's and how the females were much more subdued and whatnot. And I just thought about this and I thought, oh, my God, what would McLean's reaction be to a unicyclist? And I agree. Every time I see a unicyclist, I want to put a stick in the spokes yeah. and send them, send them flying. For some reason, it, it, it doesn't make me think of humor. It actually makes me mad. Yeah, it makes me mad. Yeah, it, it does. And angry. I'm not sure why other than like I just am psychoanalyzing the person like yeah. you got to be really, <laughs> really off 
in left field, but not politically. I'm just right, saying the right, word just, left. Right. Just weird. You the just got to be weird to go, I'm going to do this. It's like people that decide to go out and do magic in public and nobody <laughs> asks them. You know, I can't stand yes. magicians. You know okay. that. I don't like magic. <laughs> it's don't force your magic on me and don't force or, your unicycle riding on me. <laughs> the guy that brings a, an acoustic guitar to a party oh, or a bonfire. God. Yeah, that's the same. That's the same. Like, don't force hey, me wait to a no, John, oh, you John. don't do it. You don't do it unless everybody's asking for it. Then you break it out. Um, Don, have you seen the West Bank junkies that ride around in the super tall bicycles? Oh, um, what they've done is they take like a regular ten speed. Oh, and then they pretty much weld another bicycle on top of that, but they remove the wheels. So now the bike is two bikes high. Wow. And the chain is really, 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 really long. It goes down to the bottom bicycle. And they ride around town <laughs> trying to attract attention. And I call them junkies because this started in the West Bank about 20, 25 years ago. Okay. And I was just in town um, two weeks ago. When was that failed meeting I had? Two or three weeks ago. And I'm walking up the sidewalk um, between uh, the Agonai. That's down on like 280 and the University in that big, tall building. Oh. And this chucklehead comes riding down the sidewalk on this, I call them junkie bicycles because they came from the West Bank when junkies were a oh, thing okay. in the West Where, Bank. Where's the West Bank, by the way? Um, it's like it's it. on the other side of the river, um, Cedar Avenue and Riverside Avenue. Okay. Um, and it's kind of the West Bank campus. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Is it a school? U of uh, M. Campus? Okay, no, it's part, uh, no it's, it's part of U of M. Oh, thank God, because I hate it when people call campuses to other things. Oh, yeah. Like, no, oh, it's, it's the, you know, it's the it's a West church Bank. campus. Yeah. I'm like, oh, stop! No. <laughs> no. Why is everything no, it's, a campus? It's, it's actually God. the West Bank. But uh, what I did when I saw these, this guy is what I've done from the get-go. I looked the other way. I completely <laughs> snubbed yeah, him. Didn't you. And you know he was looking no. right at me, waiting for the like, reaction. See my big bike. Yeah, see? and people on university yeah. slow down and look and point and take pictures. I give them the opposite. I just give them the back of my head. And I noticed maybe, you, maybe the you, finger. You do that uh, in situations, say at the state fair. If I say something to you that you have no interest in, you'll just look to your left and <laughs> your right. You'll, you'll keep smoking the heater and walk away. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind next time I talk to you. <laughs> you found his tell, Johnny. He has yeah, a tell. That's it. I know now. Why would you ever ignore John? He's so sweet. Stop I, it. I, I, this is all news to me. I had no idea. That's, that's something that you've actually thought about before? Oh, I guess not. Not until you yes, just you mentioned have. it. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Oh my I want gosh. you guys to know that you might be in the uh, the the lower end of things here because I just looked up unicyclists. There's cities that have programs that involve unicyclists, including Madison, Wisconsin. They have a whole website burn dedicated. Burn it down. Yeah, they have a whole website dedicated to unicyclists. Oh, Gasoline in a match. Listen, yeah. I know, I know it's a part of history and like oh old timey stuff, uh, but. Can we just keep it in the circus or I don't know, just like out and about in public? I think it could cause an accident or, you know, it's just like, why do you want this kind of attention? Is there any way we can funnel this desire for attention into something productive? You know, it's just a weird thing like magic. There, there was a family in my hometown, three boys, super athletic, really athletic and A students and really good athletes in all the sports. And they started in with the unicycles when I was a kid. And I went from not minding them and thinking, you know, these guys are okay. They're into sports yeah. to really, really just not liking them at all. No. Oh and one was the quarterback and I was the center. So I had to deal with him, oh, uh, 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 yeah. you know, in the football. Oh. Um, and he was a nice kid and not pretentious. Not a mean guy, not in in your face with his athletic abilities, but for some reason, when he picked up that unicycle, I stopped trusting him. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, yeah. It's not like they're coming from a bad. They're not bad people. There, no. are, there are a lot more people in the world that we should be wary of than oh, unicyclists. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. But um, they're I at still, the top of my list. It's just, <laughs> still, I still, I just think not. I'm not mad at them. I'm annoyed by them. I think that's more. Um, yeah. More. 
Um, it, it, there's no neutral. There's no coasting. No. The pedals are part of the axle. So, and then when you hold still, they can't just sit there and balance oh, like you can yeah, on a. Yeah. You know, like when you're on a bicycle, you can actually hold still. Yeah. And you don't have to. But on the unicycle, it's back and forth, back and forth, back, back and, and forth, forth, side to side, back and forth, back and forth. Oh, you can't just sit and rest? I don't know. And, I don't look long enough. Or... And then when they go down a hill, they just go faster and faster and faster and faster. And they don't have brakes. So it's just, it's yeah. just a it's a concussion waiting to happen. Honestly, <laughs> you could only hope. Yeah, and I kind of <laughs> yeah, I I've always kind of wondered how they get down because I can't like I've seen it, but then it didn't like stick in my memory because I just wanted to forget about it. Yeah. But I don't even want to find out. I'm not right. even interested enough to know. Like, oh, okay, that's how they do it. Nope. Don't care. Same with the junkie bicycle uh, riders. Mm. I, I have no. What do they oh, climb up yeah. on top of a mailbox? And or then how do they? How do they get down? Because it's like a five or six foot jump. Uh, yeah, I. You know what I remember? I think this area that he would, uh, you know, cycle around in. This guy on campus. It was. Um, I think he would just pull up to a tree, you know, oh, and lean, lean it up over. against a tree. And then I don't remember what kind of mechanism he had to get down anyway i hate thinking about this guy i don't even know <laughs> would it be fun to see him just rocketing off that thing like he hit a rock or something oh, and boom <laughs> off he goes well then the i would have to be then i'd have to feel bad and That's like what, care about him and i don't i just want to yell at him and go why did you get on that stupid thing in the first place <laughs> like a mad mom i guess i don't know <laughs> so after all of this, John, has your opinions uh, changed? Do you now have no, an opinion? He's I still... don't. I, I just. That I... means you must be chock full of female hormones, according to the study. All right, then. Okay. You, you're halfway there to transitioning. <laughs> I'm, I'm half you, female. You, you've already got a good start on it. <laughs> it's kind of late, though. I'm old. I'm old, though. You know, Dawn, you're, you're about to join my team. Oh, because sure. That's just <laughs> evident. I mean, you haven't and I we the all same. thought and of that? Ross, you're all man. Uh, I hate to say it, and I've thought other, uh, otherwise. Come on. <laughs> but you're, you're all men, buddy. Yeah. I also just realized with this how much I actually probably despise parades because I was thinking of other things that are in parades that I don't like. Oh, yeah. You know, like the poor Shriners oh. on the little oh, cars yeah. or whatever. Oh, you don't like the go-karts. I, it's not that I don't like that. I think it's the show that goes with it. They, like, stop the parade so they can do their show. I'm like, yeah, yeah just keep yeah. moving. Keep it moving, guys. What about the politician who always <clears throat> is walking at the very end of the parade because there's been horses and cattle in the parade? Yes. So the guy's always walking with a wheelbarrow and shovel, and he's got some funny joke. <laughs> oh, this is, well, this is all politics. you got to scoop the shit up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never seen that. Oh. Maybe because any parade i've ever attended i've been in it i'm not a parade spectator oh, right. you know so Here, i don't know what's going on in the back of the parade i learned how oh. um, many years ago with my hometown parade the best way to go to a parade is super 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 high <laughs> but then it lasts so much longer i had fallen down and i crushed all the bones in my wrist oh, right oh no <clears throat> and that was um early june and I had in this doctor, I tried to go back to work and then I had surgery, a whole bunch of steel put in, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, I tried to kick the medicine right away. The doctor got really, really angry at me. He wrote a letter to work and said he's not allowed to go to work for a month. <laughs> and then he said the most, the funnest phrase I've ever heard him say to me, he goes, here's a whole bunch of pills. Stay ahead of the pain. Oh, so I yeah. just got, and it was uh, oxy, oxycodone, oh, not boy. oxycontin, oh, but it was oxycodone. Yeah. So it was the summer of love for me. Yeah. And I sat at that you parade. you parades? I sat at that parade in town, and it was just the most delightful thing <laughs> I have ever done in my whole life. It was oh, absolutely God. wonderful. Oh, yeah. I got to drive a car like Ross hates. Uh, in a parade in Bismarck when I was a DJ there, but it was a Saturday morning parade and Friday night had been long. Let's put it that way. Yeah. That's the best way. Oh, so I had about an sure. hour sleep. Oh. And I, and we, oh, we had a blast. We were, it was like three of us from the station. Just, <laughs> oh my god! pictures from it where I look like a, you know, like a bum, like a street <laughs> bum who just came off the street. Did you up chuck at all, car. Johnny? No, God, no. Good I for you. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, it, it, that summer of love, by the way, Don, and then we can change subjects. Um, I also watched when I was heavily under the influence the um, 
Duke boys. What? What, uh, what is the movie? What's the TV show? Um, Dukes of Dukes Hazzard. Of Hazzard. Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, the Duke so Boys. A, a movie came out. <laughs> Don't Google that. I mean, you'll probably wind up on some lists. Yeah. A Dukes of Hazard movie, and I believe Johnny Knoxville was in it. Okay. And oh, this, sure. oh, yeah, the reboot, right? This was the best movie I had ever seen. Oh, my right. God. I was laughing. I was mm-hmm. crying. There were ups. There were downs. There were ins and outs. Uh, and six months, maybe a year later, I decided, you know what, that was a good movie. And of course, by now I'm completely sober and healed and everything's fine. Sure. Uh, and I, I gotta watch that movie again. That was really good. I, got <laughs> I some don't know time if you'll kill. have the same feelings about it. <laughs> no, I didn't last five minutes. It's the worst piece of crap I've ever put on the Seriously. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, we all of us had a, well, I don't know about you, Ross, but the three of us had a little bit of a vacation last week so uh we want to come back after this little break and talk about our next vacation every kid deserves the opportunity to attend a ball game visit a theater or go to the zoo at tickets for kids charities we make that possible for forty thousand local kids each year learn more and make a tax deductible donation of cash or tickets at ticketsforkids.org today I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I had a brilliant idea last week, John, um, before we get into this um, vacation thing. Can I buy this song from him? I want to own this. I want to own the rights to this song. Well, I'm sure he'd be happy to send you a copy without... No, I, I, I need well, you to own want the rights? I want to own it because I can make this song a big hit. I know I, I can. I know the right people. I can get I this song on the air. I'd have to talk to him and then, of course, the other fella who right. co-wrote it with him. Right. So uh, I'd have to talk to the two Dylans. It makes me mad when I hear this because this is a number one hit. Yeah, it's a really this will, great song. This song will take the country by storm. And these, well, the, the other Dylan, not your Dylan, is, I, I don't, uh, it, I'm so angry. Uh-oh. Wow. So I want to buy, I, I want to buy the song. Guy. I want to buy the song. I'll, uh, I'll mention it to him and, and see what he has to say. He'll probably want, you know, a few thousand. At least. He should ask for way more would, than that. I'm I sorry. Would advise, I would advise him to ask for at least yeah. it bit up to 10 grand that's where i stopped wow okay but i that's it's 100 percent kenny's song yeah. you can Hell, play I'll it all the rights <laughs> oh. oh here we go speaking oh, of no. uh speaking of last week uh, i spent a weird amount of time thinking about you mclean yeah uh because you went to one of my favorite spots in the whole wide world the black hills mm-hmm. how'd I that did. go first of all uh, and, and I don't know anything about it. Did you take the whole damn family, or was it just you and no, MC? No, just uh, it's just me and MC. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So uh, we went first to we stayed in Keystone, and that is point two miles from Rushmore, yep. the closest town. We could see Mount Rushmore from our hotel because it was that neat? up on a hill. Just yeah. two of the guys, you know. But it's yeah. like, oh yeah. wow, this is incredible. Um, we had a great time. We went on the 1880s train, That's which the one was I... your suggestion. Yeah. That was so great, except for the lady who was constantly on the microphone. We're like, oh, my oh, I know. God. I know. Lady, just ha- can Lay we have off. some peace? It's an hour ride there and back to from Keystone Hill, to Hill City. Hill City, yeah. Uh, and then we went on to... Wait, wait. What, what did you... Did you do anything cool in Hill City? Um, no, we actually didn't. Uh, we just went on to Deadwood. Okay. From there. That's um, my um, spot of uh, my favorite spot. When I stay in the Black Hills, I always stay in Hill City. Oh, there, okay. I, I've stayed there three times. I really I, like We should Hill have City. spent more time there because I we did not like Deadwood. 
Yeah, too... I, remember, I warned you. Oh, God, it was awful. Stupid? It's it was, so stupid. It's stupid. It's too tur- touristy. And yeah. Yeah. Um, we were just by the end of it, uh, we just kind of were like, felt gross because every, it was very, all these little shops were the, exactly the same shop. Yep. Touristy shops with T-shirts, yep. and there was so many. There were so many political T-shirts yeah. that it made us just really right. turned off. We're right. like, you know, for a bunch of people who make fun of the right. other group's feelings, they sure do have a lot of feelings that they yeah, got to put very, out. Very you know sensitive. what I mean? I'm yeah. like, wow, yeah. they got to yeah. really express their feelings. <laughs> you know, what was the Jeez. demographics of the tourists there? Was it all crackers, or um, did you see some uh, Chinese people and, uh, and people whatnot? of color? Um, I think a few, but most of them were in their motorcycle costumes. <laughs> Which is the perfect way of saying it. It's a costume, guys. That is a yeah. costume. Uh, yes, it totally. sure is. They do drive motorcycles, but it is absolutely oh, a costume. Thank you. Yes, and I love it. I'm like, oh, look at her costume. Look at his costume. And I would just that's, say it out loud. Oh, my God. I said, so I like your costume to someone. Oh, oh you Uh-oh. did? Yeah. Oh, my God, you're my hero. Uh, but, you know, they didn't really get it, but it was fun for me. Shocking. <laughs> and then MC got a haircut in Deadwood. Oh. oh. <laughs> he needed a haircut before we left, and I didn't have time because I, I cut his hair usually. And yeah. so he's been doing these uh, vacation haircuts where he'll just go to a random place. Um, oh, and let me guess what he does. What? When they start asking all the questions, he just makes something up completely. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, he does. And do. then he yes. really likes to like try out his jokes on random people because he's just so full of S yeah. and yeah. Um, and get them going on things. And yeah. um, I just sit there and go, oh, God. Oh, my God. We are spending part of our vacation, vaca- vacation in a salon or a bar. Barbershop, yeah. which is always entertaining because I met like four people in that barbershop that I know by name. Like, well, I'll get to you after Janet. And I'm like, okay, her name's Janet. And then I'm like, okay. And then this other lady came in just to sit and make an appointment. Oh. But she was just there for her daily visit, I think. She just oh. comes by the, because oh, he went yeah. to a place um, where it, was, it wasn't a barber. We couldn't find a barber in Deadwood. So anyway, yeah. that was a fun part of it. And then, I mean, this that's is kind of silly. That's a small town deal where you just walk in. It's like hanging out at the hardware store. Yeah. You hang out at the barbershop. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, then we spent the best part of it was going to Hot Springs, South yes. Dakota. Yes. Uh, because I went to the mammoth site, which is where all of these mammoths fell into this huge sinkhole lake and died over, yep. you know, 190,000 years ago to 140,000, like 50,000 years of uh, there are 65 mammoth um it, skeletons in there. Isn't that, that are, amazing? It's amazing. And it's an active dig. Totally go there. And then we went to, um, in Hot Springs, I've always wanted to get into Hot Springs, like into the springs. Oh, sure. And so the, through the middle of the town, you guys probably know, it's the water is it's hot. Bubbling, it yeah. never, it yeah, never, our... it runs through the town and it's warm. You can get down in there and, you know, they're like, hey, you can get down. We went to the visitor center. They're like, all this water, it never freezes. It's like, you know, 90 degrees. But we went to like an official spa place that had four pools and they're huge pools. One is 87 degrees. Then you swim through this arch and this has like algae in it and rocks. It's not like a chlorinated thing. It's like a pond. It, it is, but it's all structured. So it's not like, you know, there sure. aren't snakes getting in there or yeah, anything. Gonna ask snapping no, turtles? no, there's nothing like that. It's like okay. it's like enclosed, and um, so it's 87. Then it goes to 95 degrees, and then you get out to another pool that's a 102, and then the other one is 106. Oh, and so you have three hours there. It's only 27 dollars, and it's called Moccasin uh, Spa. Uh, I have a sensitive question: Are they all uh, the people there? Are they? Uh beautiful people or they're no people, that's people what that makes you feel great you're like, like we all look like look like horrible. Me. Yeah. yeah no 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 and, yeah. and the best thing about it not just like the mineral like it's you know mineral spas or you know supposed to be healing to the body and it was just so nice because you weren't allowed to talk 
What? Yeah, so when people would start talking, you can only whisper. So it's supposed to be relaxing and quiet. So there are about 30 people in there at a time. They do three-hour sessions. And there was a woman who would walk around that said, quiet, please, with a sign whenever people started to be like, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to go to the saloon tonight? But it wasn't even that. It was stupid conversations that you could have anywhere. You know, that's what made me mad about it. I'm like, you could talk about this when you're walking through Walmart. Don't talk about this as you're relaxing in a hot spring and you're bothering us. You know, this guy with a bunch of tats that like mm, doesn't look really good. It doesn't, they're not great. And he's like, I'm like, I should not hear any voices. So anytime someone is the school marm and comes around and tells people to that's, shut up is my favorite place to be. That's like the, what do they call them? Rangers at the golf tournaments that walk around yeah. with the signs yeah. that say quiet That's, please. I love that. people. Oh, it was great. And then we went through Wind Cave National Park. We also went to the Badlands. Uh, it was just beautiful. We saw buffalo, pronghorn. I've never been to the Badlands, so it was. It looks like Mars. It's unbelievable. And you can I see, did, like, uh, I love about uh, South Dakota, and I'm sure North Dakota too, John, is that you can see, like, tw- I don't know if it's 20 miles, 100 but it's just like goes on forever. See, Those uh, prairies. I I I spent so much time up there. That I kind of disagree with you. I oh. think that's it's too much sky. It's oh. too damn much sky. Oh, it's it's I oppressive. Love it. It's the sky just pressing down on you. Oh, it's unforgiving, it. and it's there just on top of you. You're in the sky. There's so much sky. <laughs> I just yeah, focused I, on the I prairie. Agree. I was like, what a beautiful sky up there on this prairie. You agree, John? You don't like the big prairies? I I don't. When I drive back, it drives me nuts. And when I was a kid, we used to have this deal. If we'd leave town and go on vacation, we'd come back. We would swear we could see the capital in Bismarck from (laughs) 60 miles away. Right. Yeah. I I don't know what this perspective is. I don't know how far it is to look out. You can see the curve of the earth. It's, it's, just, it's really amazing. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yes. It makes I, me feel so good because, as you know, I like wide open like desert because I can see my enemies coming. That's why I like it. It's like, wow, that go. guy's going to come and Pri- get me, but I have a lot of time to get away or some type of an animal, That's you know, like the damn antelopes when you're driving down the road and they're standing there and you think, oh, this is going to be awesome. And they see a mile away and they run away. Yeah. It's yeah. trying to get a picture of a pronghorn was like, wow. I disagree with you on the Badlands. I think it's the, the, the backside of South Dakota. I really don't like the Badlands. You don't? No, it's hot and it's ugly and oh, it's well, unscenic and We got angry. really lucky. Because, you could die. Oh, yeah, you could die. But that's fun to have that danger, you know, looming. You know, I, I loved the weather because it was, I thought it was this way all the time. But we, we got lucky. It was like 65 to 70. It never went over wow. 73 degrees oh, the whole time perfect. we were there for five wow. days. You're so lucky. It was. And it did rain off and on, but still, it's like, oh, this is it's just so amazing. Did I can't you pull, wait to go back. Did you pull into uh, the monument uh, president thing? Yes. The, so you saw all that? We did. did. We went in. We actually did that at night. They have a night presentation. That's perfect time to do so it. So we got there at about 830. You can still see it. But then they the, a park ranger starts a presentation at nine in that big amphitheater that's there, mm-hmm. yep. uh, outdoor amphitheater. And um, it was, you know, 4th of July week, so there were a lot of, of veterans there, and it was really beautiful. He did a whole talk on the guy who never gets any credit, which is the guy who thought up Mount Rushmore. His oh. name is Doan Robinson, I think. Oh. And um, his story is really interesting. This park ranger was like, I really wanted his name to be out here, you know, because he thought it up. He he got in touch with the artist, and the artist changed it to be president's. Because oh. he just wanted to do Lewis and Clark and, like, some of the Wild West people. Sure. And so this guy, I mean, he talked to him for a year through, like, Cuts mail. And, and then he got Borglum? there and he goes, I'm not, Borglum. He yeah, was like, Borglum. yeah, I don't, I'm not doing that. We're going to do presidents. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he was sort of shut out of everything after a couple of years when they created a committee. And Isn't this that poor guy yeah. that invented the idea and started yeah. it was shut out. And so I really love the fact that his name was being broadcast. Finally. This Doan guy was being broadcast out into, you know, into the forest and right above the monument, just like every night, you know, he's talked about on a grand scale. And then they did a really beautiful presentation with uh, military 
and um, people were crying because it's like, ah, oh, it's just like. I'm sure, if you it's have family, really patriotic and, yeah. and, and um, you know, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was. Oh, I can't wait to go back. There was too much I didn't get to see. What I like about um, Borgrum, Borglum, I think. Borglum? I think there's Borglum? an L in there. Um, what I like about him is he's a quitter. He gave up, um, <laughs> and that's what I do in all my projects. Um, that monument was supposed to have the waist and the legs too, and at oh, one point sure. he just said, "You know what? F this. I'm out of here." And yeah. he just split after a bunch of people who were doing the hard work passed away. Right. Oh man. Right. Yeah, there it's was a couple amazing. of deaths per day. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. We, we just didn't care about human life. Did you make it over to Crazy Horse? I we did not. Okay, um, that's your next trip. Yeah, because um, Crazy Horse is really cool yeah really cool i had so many different opinions on it and my boyfriend has been to crazy horse and he's like mm, no, oh because no, it's just not being finished which yeah, i oh, read the story about it, it and yeah I'm it like, won't be finished in our lifetime or oh. probably the next lifetime and that's the only thing that kind of makes i wish he did accept money yeah. because oh, um, they don't accept money the, the no the uh, government money funding that's donations they'll accept Oh, but they won't accept any funding from the government? Right. Take right. that money. What I get right. the principle, though. I want to see it finished. Yeah. I wish they would because my thought was, you know, why don't, why doesn't the government step in and and make sure this gets finished? And I guess right. there's a reason, you know, right. just because right. of the white man. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And you can't blame them. Um, so then I'm guessing you did not go over to Devil's Tower. Well, no, too far okay. away this time. This is good because yeah. now we have your next uh, trip Exactly, plan. yeah, yeah. And did you drive that highway that goes through the Black Hills? Needles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Custer State Park. I really yeah. wanted to be able to, I'm reading Black Elk Speaks, which is uh, just a famous book about Black Elk, who was the nephew of Crazy Horse. Mm -hmm. And his he was a shaman and had all of these visions and predictions. It's a really famous book. A girlfriend that I have from high uh, from college, that was her great grandfather that wrote the book, John oh, Nyhart. Cool. Wow. And I really? always thought, oh, cool. Yeah, your grandpa's pretty famous. But now I really know yeah. how famous he was. It's a really, really you big know, deal. Really big deal. And yeah. um, it's just a really, it's known as one of the uh, most important religious texts of our time because it's all Native American, Sioux uh, tradition, Lakota tradition. And yeah, so there's a mountain where he had his vision, mm -hmm. and I cannot get up that mountain right now in my life because mm -hmm. I knew it's like, oh, this was a strenuous hike. I ruined my knee in Colorado. Not mm -hmm. ruined it, but I really had an awakening about how old I am. <laughs> yeah, you need a disability <laughs> how I need scooter. To be, yeah, yeah you're I need old to be, and crippled up. Yeah. Unless I can change, you know, I think I have arthritis in my knee. I went to a physical therapist. Anyway, right now that's <laughs> not, I'm not able to do that hike, but I want to be in shape enough to do it because I want to really go up there. There's it's a, amazing. There's a both a really cool Native American um, radio station and a TV station there. I'm hoping you discovered one or both of them, uh, that every time I'm in that area, I right away flip it over to this radio station because it's just, uh, it's a really cool program. Yeah, we did not. We kind of always keep it on serious, you know, oh, or, sure. or CD. Sure. Um, John you, looks confused like he yeah. can't hear. Are, are you guys having any problems with the sound right now? I'm getting a lot of No, we, we sound great. No. Every time you guys talk, I can't hear you because there's a bunch of buzzing. Oh. 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 It's digitizing. Can another thing, please? Sure. I'll just, yeah. I'll just disconnect. Disconnect so, and come back in with the link. Meanwhile, Don, have you... Um, explored the history of the, uh, to put it politely, the acquisition of the Black Hills yes. from the Native Americans it's and how super depressing. How we, it was theirs and it was stated so in the Laramie Treaty. And at one point there were gold prospectors in the Black Hills and we actually, the United States chased them out. Yes. We, we, we enforced the Laramie Treaty. Uh, but then something happened and we just, and this is after the Civil War and we decided, you know, and they sent, of all people, George Custer in there mm. to pretty much act as a spy. Oh. And he went in there with um, 
with gold prospectors and sure enough confirmed the fact that there's a lot of gold in the Black Hills, et cetera, et cetera. And um, once that was leaked to the general public, then yeah. there was just no controlling it at it's all. It's gross. It, it, yeah, and eventually we just took it over. Yeah, that's the only thing about going to this area. It's so beautiful. But you, f- I felt a real sense of guilt um, over, yeah. well, just in general. I just, I have so much... So many feelings about what we've done to Native Americans. So do I, but I don't. I, I no longer feel guilt. But I have studied the Native American plight from basically the second that we arrived on the shores of, um, you know, the East Coast, all the way up until the early 1900s. And I can, I understand that feeling, but there's nothing we can do about it. I we, know. You know, if well, we any- can try to help. Um, we, you know, there are things with national parks where they are giving the land, uh, the, the control of the land back to Native Americans yes. because they know what to do with it. Yes. There's a huge problem with like right. uh, wildfires because the Native Americans for thousands of years knew how to control the forest so it wouldn't burn down. And currently we've got out of control wildfires, especially in Yosemite and in the Mariposa Valley where those big sequoias are that are 2000 year old trees that are, they just lost 700 of them last year. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Because uh, what has happened is that the fires are burning so hot because none of this, there hasn't been controlled burning like the native Americans have done. And it's kind of the fault of like, Teddy Roosevelt, who said, leave all of this alone and don't touch it. Do not touch the forests. But we need to maintain them. And Native Americans did that for years. It's been a big uh, controversy right here in Minnesota with um, the Boundary Waters, whether or not they should clean up the deadfalls, et cetera, and all that. Uh, And the the Natives, it was was twofold um, for burning the prairie. It was to move the herd around mm-hmm. because they relied on the herd and there was yearly hunting every year of the herd where they'd gather and, and hunt and then mo- go back to their uh, other grounds. Um, and, of course, it revitalized and reinvigorated That's, the prairie. Yeah. That's exactly know? what you have to do. And so now they're learning this, unfortunately, because of these, you know, fires are hotter now and they burn longer and, you know, the flames are above the sequoias right. and is, so it's burning the top of the trees yep. where uh where they're not protected because those huge trees that you can drive through there's something about the structure of them that keeps it's like you know i don't know 10 feet of bark that you have that's resistant to fire isn't that amazing it, it's so amazing i've just been learning about it and then but at the top are those tender parts yep. of the bark where if it lights up there it melts from the inside and sure. that is that's just like terrifying the poor park rangers there are just they live in just terror that these trees are going to burn so speaking of um parks the, you've got to plan this for your next trip this bastard custard custard's last stand the little bighorn river it's it's in wyoming okay. just south of montana north of sheridan wyoming and you can go there and tour it and you can actually drive along this long like three to five mile ridge and through plaques and, and papers and everything else, you can study every single second, every minute of the battlefield. And it's really cool. Yes. And, and, and you see everything and you're looking down these hills across the Little Bighorn River to where this giant, the biggest village of Native American huts, houses, teepees or whatever yes. in the history of our time existed down there. Oh. And it's native land right now. And it's a hellhole. And which you see a lot in the reservations. And what I ever, I've been there three times now because it's just irresistible to me and I really hate Custer. Um, so it's just makes me feel great. But my question has always been, can't we do something to help the tribe there? I would really love to see that village recreated because it was so massive. And Custer didn't stand a chance. And his men knew this when they saw this village. They're like, I don't think so, Georgie boy. And Georgie's like, nah, we're going in. And then he got his ass handed to him, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hubris, exactly. Yeah.
Uh, and every time I go there, I think the same thing. Why can't we recreate or help them recreate that village? And I think it would go a long way for Americans to see and learn about Native American culture. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. It'd be agree. so awesome to go down there and see what that village was like. Yeah, or just not. Just have them, <laughs> you know, just have it. It's yeah. yours. It belongs to you. Yeah. Wow. You know, uh, there was something else that I wanted to bring up about the ba- or or the Black Hills. Um, oh, just all of the artwork. I don't buy anything that isn't native made. Like right. it just creeps me out. Yeah. You know, not only did we steal your land right. and um, uh, you know just kill off almost all the buffalo and everything all the other horrible things that we did, but now we're going to take your art and we're going to profit off of it? Right. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, there's a, I think there's a deal with Pipestone, the actual stone. It's called Pipestone. It's red. John, can you hear us now? Are you back? I can, Okay, yes. good. So this quarry, this ancient quarry in southern Minnesota, I believe, and I hope I've got my facts straight, can only be quarried by Native Americans, and white people are not supposed to own this stuff. Um, but you can buy it, and I have, from Native Americans. Oh. So I've got, like, this pipestone uh, peace pipe and a couple, a couple of other pipes made from pipestone. But like you said, I purchased them from Native Americans. Yes. So. Uh, that kind of assuaged um, my whatever white guilt I might have. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Did you do any of the normal um, tourist trap stuff along the way? Did you see the House of Corn? Uh, I did not do the Corn Palace because I heard it was a waste of time. Yeah, it's Sorry, stupid. Corn Palace. It is. Uh, we did go to Waldrug, and I was so mad when we pulled up. Oh, great. Why? Okay, because you have all of these signs. And they. I, in my mind, yes. ima- it's like yes. I imagined it being like the uh, the candy house down in Jordan yeah, or whatever it's Yeah, 169. So oh, right. I thought it was going to be a big structure outside of like a strip mall. This is like, I go, no, this isn't it. Like, we pulled around the corner, and MC was like, all right, here. I'm like, no, no, that's not it. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, it is. It's really big in there. I go, not big enough. (laughs) Because this has been built up in my mind now with a thousand billboards. And then, um, right, so, like seeing the castle at Disney World or something, you really think you're going to see something, right? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah and then I'm bu- like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's big inside. I don't know how many square feet, but it's not. Mm, mm, no, it, it's no. a gift shop. It's a big. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I understand. Yeah. There's really nothing to look forward to, you know. Uh, you know, as you're driving through. So it's like the stop that. Oh, yay, we're here. But it's really because you've been deprived of anything for so long <laughs> that you think it's good. You know, it's like wow. Um, yeah, but I was like, oh God. There's like a gold diggers thing across the street. It's just like there's. It's right. It's too, it's too small. It's too compact. Like I know there's history to it, and then I'm like, oh god. Take that disappointment. Stuff in times here. it by two for when you get to the Corn Palace. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, Ross, I think times it times ten. Oh, let me talk about. You know, it's not really nice to do this, but I'm going to anyway. Yeah. There's a place that's advertised even more, and it's in Rapid City. It's called the Firehouse Brewery and and. And oh, restaurant. I don't know about this one. Oh, you haven't? Okay, so no. on the way, this restaurant has purchased, um, I would say we saw maybe 50 old fire trucks that every place there's a oh, billboard. Yes, there's of an course, old fire truck. Of and course, and yes, you're just like, I have how do they it. have this much money? Wow, this is yeah. unbelievable. So we did go there, and it was the worst <laughs> meal I've ever had. <laughs> The worst. That's and why we even like we never oh. ever complain about anything. But we were so pissed that we went to Rapid City to go to this place, and it was so bad that you know we weren't expecting. We just you know MC complained his burger was awful and he just wasn't eating it. I had a patty melt that was like pretty oh, bad, just yeah. so plain. And in oh. the the uh, anyway, so he was like, I'm sorry, but. This is the worst burger I've ever had. So, and he's like, "It's nothing to do with you. You're very sweet." And we tipped her big, but she had the manager take the meals off, so we just paid for our drinks. Actually, said that he did, and I was like, "That is ballsy." But he wasn't like an angry, like, "Take this back." It's the worst. He he does not. I've met him a bunch of times. He does not seem like that person. He isn't, and he goes, "I hate being this person. I hate it. I hate it." I'm like, "Dude, if you can't even eat it and it's cold, like the mashed potatoes." 
potato uh, ball that they gave him. Oh, it was yes. like cold. It was like something that had been frozen, I think, and then thawed, but not all the way. Oh, so it was literally yeah. cold. The burger was like a pressed thing you get off the, you know, some meat truck that, yeah. you know, it just wasn't. What the level, like all the fire trucks that they bought and the billboards, how about put some money into the food you're serving? <laughs> there you go. So don't waste your time. So with that in mind and wall drug and the corn palace in mind, would you ever consider for a week or more going on vacation to the worst hell holes in America? Oh, I don't know purpose. if I want to waste Inst- my money or time, Inst- but go ahead. Instead of being duped into it, like you kind of are in South Dakota, <laughs> would you do it on purpose? Uh, I mean, if I had a lot of money and it was yeah. going to profit me in some way, like I did a podcast or some type of a, you know. What's the worst place you've ever been in your entire life in the United States? Oh, my gosh. Worst place. The Firehouse think- Brewery. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you just had it. Know. It's fresh on your mind. It isn't, but I can't for think me, of anything right now. For me, and it's in this story. I've got a story here. U.S. Census data reveals the most miserable cities in America. Mine made the list. It's um, New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, really? Really? Where where Yale is. Oh. An unbelievable hellhole. The entire entire downtown um, city was boarded up. And we were there with a band traveling separately, but with a band. And we had to have somebody sit outside with the vehicle (gasps) to protect it from thievery as the band was playing. Yeah, we all took turns going outside and and sitting with the vehicles kind of like um it was like at cbgb's in the bowery of uh, new york before the bowery turned hip and clean and cool right yeah (laughs) really oh my gosh wow um in this list in this list don yeah and you've got to really scroll deep you've got to get deep in the tabs as Lori bargini says Springfield, Missouri. It is? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah. I saw St. Louis, but I must have not no, gone uh, that far. You, no, you went, I think you went past it if you made it to St. Okay. Louis. I was surprised about St. Louis, but Springfield, Missouri oh, is in there. St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what does it say? Uh, I'm looking for it now. Yeah. Um, what the big surprise for this list to me was the amount of cities in California and New almost Jersey. all of New Jersey. <laughs> I know. New Jersey. Yeah, California. Yeah. There's yeah. so many. Oof. Uh, wow, I want to see what it says. This is hilarious. Um, I don't think you know. Just because I'm from there doesn't mean that I love it. I mean, I'm obviously here. Um, but you've been saying this forever, and I've been like, yeah, you know what? It can't be that bad. And then I drove through it, and it was like, nah, it's, I don't, you know, there's a lot of dead armadillos, but I don't see what the problem is. But it's poverty, and oh. it's jobs, and mm. crime, and crime. like you said, a lot of meth. Yeah, um, it's, a lot it's, of meth. It's the usual stuff, and it's pretty much the same story for all these awful cities. Oh, yeah. The worst I've ever been in is on the list. It is? Uh, and that- that was Fayetteville, Arkansas. I, yeah. in, in just Arkansas in general, driving through it Thank was you. depressing. It, oh, it was so depressing. See, now, if you I pass over the border into Arkansas, you can tell. I was, oh, yeah. I yep. wish I knew Definitely. that. I would have gone there because I went to Missouri hoping for absolutely the worst. I thought it was going to be the biggest asshole on the planet. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised. It's a lovely state. I, I didn't have any huh. problems. I really want to see a hellhole. Yeah. Well, when you start driving into Arkansas, the first thing you see is all the little wooden shacks that yes. are built into the mountains. That, that's what I want to see. Yeah. It's, you look and you go, hmm, that's weird. And again, you said dead armadillos. There's a lot of dead armadillos in Arkansas, too. And you keep going. I had to stay in Fayetteville for a couple of days. Oh, uh, boy. And uh, it was... Was it, it was, like... It- court of law thing were you under no, arrest it, it, it was actually a fun deal my uh, father-in-law uh my late father-in-law went down there for a convention of iwo jima veterans oh and uh, it was in fayetteville and we stayed there for a couple of days but aside from the convention ooh, I, I can't say there's much about fayetteville i enjoyed i will say that of uh, the like it's the fact that you know that the the education there is one of the worst. I think it's the worst in the country, like the level of education. Right. And, uh, yeah, there's so many homes that it's like if it's a little shack, I'm fine with that. You have a little home, that's fine. But why is there all that junk in the yard? 
Exactly. It's like it's like exactly. a junkyard in every like you pass yep. over the border and all you start seeing are little shacks with so much s. It looks like an apocalypse happened and people yep. just left. And, and there's yep. no organization no, to the it's, junk. It's, it's really like, depressing. It's like I have a burning burning piles and then I have a scrap metal pile. But these guys, it's just all mixed in as one. Yeah. And it's their front and back. Yes. Wherever that truck dies is its new home forever and ever more. Oh, oh, oh. And my sisters were nurses and uh, in Springfield, um, labor and delivery and intensive care nursery, like the, the tiny, tiny babies. And, you know, so oh, sure. m- my sister, Tina, used to be a helicopter RN, a baby nurse who they would they constantly had to go down to Arkansas oh. and get these um uh, you know, tiny babies because of lack of education and nutrition. And uh, actually quite a few that were like, like literally one of the, the girls who had the baby, you know, she, they're like, Oh, well, who's, who's the father, you know? And there's a guy sitting right there and she goes, well, Billy is, which is her brother. Oh, damn! that's not uncommon. Like they're like, well, Billy is, you know? And just like, some of the sickness that just could be prevented by being more sanitary in general, just, mm, it was, wow. yeah, it's like, okay, we're going down to Arkansas. You know, it was like, we got to airlift people from Arkansas. And it's just a big difference between education and health care. And, yeah. you know, that's that's a state problem. That's like a government problem. Inbreds really. really make me uncomfortable. There's, well, there's sure. A, there's a delicious story about this inbred Don't family. Don't say in, delicious. In, in West. Well, I mean, you know, if, if you're in our business. Yeah. Um, in, uh, I think it's West Virginia. And they've there's been a, a documentary made oh, about it. the wonderful them. whites of West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's yeah. And I can't even, I, I started watching it. I didn't even make it three minutes. I had to shut it down. That it is just, a fantastic if you want some good old-fashioned hillbilly <laughs> yeah. to the 10th degree watch that um oh and one more thing about this uh, list and J- this is just for john uh, one of the cities on this list john i did you notice harlingen texas i did i noticed it right away <laughs> we have a freak a gler who's a let, let me air quote this because it might not be true a GLer that's Uh a frequent caller and contributor to the uh, program that calls. He lives in Harlingen, Texas. Harlingen, Texas. I didn't know you guys took phone calls. Yeah, only if they come from within the building. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Okay. (laughs) I'm so naive. Why didn't I get that? I said it out loud. So uh, before we go, have you ever been in a city where you've been scared to death and you you thought, oh, my God, uh, how did I get here? What a dummy I am. I need to get out of here, and I hope I don't end up dead. Uh, A couple places. East St. Louis. I ended up just lost in there, and, and I got pulled over, and they said, you are either here because you're lost or you're buying drugs. So what is it? Oh, and yeah. I'm like, um, I am lost. And they're like, can we help you find the highway? Yes, yes, you um, can. Yes. And then I was also um, in a big, well, I was in a big promotional vehicle and ended up in downtown Baltimore. And oh. that was kind of sketchy. It was right oh. near Johns Hopkins. And I'm like, oh, I mean, this is back in the, like, I had to uh, find my, the cell phone I had was dead and I had to find a pay phone. <laughs> Oh, I was yeah. by myself, which, you know. Oh, and all the payphones smell like prostitutes, too. Mm, yeah. I'm sorry. You have to call those sex workers. Oh, or you'll right. get a stink yeah. eye. Right, right. Stop, you stopped in one of the apartment buildings to use a payphone about, like, the same things that were in the wire. One of those oh, kind of yes, deals. Yes, <laughs> John, oh I saw you nodding. What's your uh, worst city? Uh, scared, I, I scared had, to uh, death. We had a very odd evening in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, that's yeah. odd. Yeah. Odd that's, evening. That's on the list. I, we went to a ball game, me and my kid, when he was, I don't know, 10 maybe, the Brewers game, and we took a shuttle. Uh, and we missed the shuttle back because he left before the game was <laughs> over. So Jesus. Uh, we, we, we had to catch a ride with a bar shuttle, and the driver said, where are you staying? We told him, he said, we'll take you there. No problem. I'll take you there. So we did. And everybody on that shuttle, including the owner of the bar the shuttle was going to, was hammered. Okay. 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 And the, the owner, the owner of the bar, said to me, "My kid sitting beside me, ten years old, maybe." Oh, goes, no. hey, you guys want to stop it and have a beer? Uh, no, no, thanks. So the guy, very nice driver, took us back to our hotel, and I, I threw him a twenty dollar bill, and we had an essay beside the hotel. Okay. And I said, "Let's go get some chips or something." Sure. So we walk in there, and there are two people out front, 
obviously just out of their minds talking to themselves about mm-hmm. you know killing other people yeah obviously sure. high on something obviously I, I go in and there's two guys working uh both of mid-eastern descent who said who told me just to ignore the guys out front they're always there yeah they're on angel <laughs> dust just ignore oh, them yeah, but, you know, it didn't make me feel any better because we had to walk a block back to the hotel yeah. so i said i told dylan i said just just ignore yeah out of his mind he's 10 years old <laughs> as we walk down angel dust alley here yeah. yeah, so we went, went back to the hotel and we were very happy, ate our chips, and uh, went to sleep. So. For me, it was two places, New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, we turned around in a parking lot that was filled with gang members, okay. uh, and they all came at us. Um, so I got out of there in a, a damn big hurry. The other one, believe it or not, was Philly, and we could see downtown from the freeway. We knew we had to get downtown. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we just took a random exit. And, oh, my God, it was 10 minutes of the most scary, all old brownstones, but all decrepit, you know, oh, brownstone buildings. Yeah, nice course, yeah, at yeah, one yeah. time, beautiful, but now just assholes uh, with people sitting out uh, on the steps, just yelling and screaming at us and walking out, <gasps> trying to get us to stop. And it was it was a deal like when you were in East St. Louis. It was just, yeah. like, good Lord, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. And I really have a really negative opinion about everything related to Philly. And it's all based on that one trip. In the mid- were they throwing the mid- batteries at you like they do at the ball games? <laughs> no, no, but we did go to Vet Stadium there. And oh. um, that's where I learned early on that people that live in Philly and sports fans from Philly, they're all just jackasses. Oh, totally. All yeah, of them. scary. Yeah, well known to be jackasses. Ross, you confirm that? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. They're they're awful. You don't ever wear the opposing team stuff there. Yeah. Well, I, I think we put in a hell of an effort today, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've gone a little bit over time. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcast.